everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ranma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 148. We are that podcast that talks about... God damn it, I don't even have my damn outline open. Today has been one hell of a day for me. You dumbass. Hey, don't, You're don't. permanent brain freeze, aren't you? It's been one of those days, damn it, okay? Cut me some kind of slack. I mean, really. It's, it's like I said. I had everything prepared up to this point. Now, can I get a reset on everything else and bring everything back together? Okay. I guess. And I think, and I know why the outline's not up because this morning when I woke up, I restarted my whole machine to fix the issue with Waterfox. Nope, that didn't work. Boohoo. Oh, if your podcast isn't working. Turn it off and turn it back on again. <laughs> yeah, what the what the hell? Koi is not on here this week. That was you bad, can't... and you should feel bad. What? She's the one that breaks the that breaks the podcast all the time. You know that, that was just terrible. Just terrible. T R B L terrible. Yes. Shut up, you. <laughs> hey, if you could have someone in your corner, I can have somebody in my corner. Hush. <laughs> it's only there. Hush. Okay, now I have the outline up. Welcome to episode 148. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. And for over 148 episodes, you'd think I'd have that memorized by now. And I'm DJ Ron Mess. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Mako-chan. And I'm running low on alcohol. Boo-hoo. Well, you should That's see unfortunate. Well, you should see what's in... I mean, in my glass, right? You should see what's in the fridge. Well... You have alcohol in the fridge? Yeah. I have a, Why don't you put it on your bookshelf like a decent person? No, Unless you keep it cold. Wait, wait. Stop. Unless it's beer. Unless it's beer. You Ari, beer in the fridge. Ari you, you've been to the new Brooklyn Studios. Tell me where. Can I, where, What bookshelf? Uh, good point. Yeah. Okay, we are live tonight, week of January 21st, 2014. Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern with replays Thursdays at 1 p.m. Check out the interactive chat room at live.voknetwork.com. If you have a chat client such as XChat, Chatzilla, Merc, you can use irc.gamesearch.net. The chat room is VOG, V-O-G, or you can just go to animejamsession.com slash vognetwork. There is a link. You click on the link, your default chat client will load it up and bring it right into the chat room for awesome awesomeness. Uh, check-ins are open. Tell them to swing by the forums. Uh, and don't forget, every time you check into a podcast, you get points towards our monthly raffle. This month's raffle is a 90-day subscription to Netflix or Hulu+. Plus. And if you already have a subscription, this will just extend your subscription by 90 days. So, how the hell is it? lose. Exactly. Well, I can lose because I can't do it because, you know. Employees are ineligible. Yeah. Eh, yes. I'll deal with it. As, as, per, as per the words of Mr. Bobby Vaughn Blackwolf, as he sits at the front of the board smoking a cigar. Or so I've been told. We we have we have a lot in store for you for everybody tonight. And I hope you guys enjoy what we're, what we're throwing down tonight. 
Um, let me see. We have some awesome guests on the show this uh, this week. They've been on the show with us before. They've been here for the drunk show, and they <laughs> they it got to the point where I almost had to call for an ambulance because of all the chaos at night. <laughs> but you know what? That shit was fucking worth it. <laughs> oh, totally. Last. I haven't gone through another case of beer by myself since then, but that's probably a good thing. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd agree about that. I, I really would. And for some reason, I can't find one of my one of my background no sounds, so this this really sucks. Just, I'm just everything is just is just all, is just all over the place for me. Just all over the damn place. We've started blaming the snow, listeners. Well, first we were first we were blaming what uh, Skype. Uh huh. And now we're You're not in Colorado, so you can't blame weed. <laughs> we have this is New Jersey. We have medicinal marijuana. That was Team Colorado, part of our guests. That's saying yachting. Hi, ladies. Hello. Hi. And also on the line with us is Serafina Cosplays. Hi. Hi. <sighs> Something I'd like to be right now, but I have to wait. <laughs> What? Nothing. Did I say anything? I don't think I said anything. You sighed. Yeah. She does that a lot around you. Yes, she does. Mm. Yeah. She's alliterating to something. I think you mean alluding. That too. (laughs) Uh... Good night, folks. Yeah. It's going to be one of those nights. Well, ladies, welcome to the show. And as you can tell, the uh, chat room loves you because you got a standing ovation. Yay. All right, we have a lot in store for you guys tonight. We're going to talk, we're going to talk about two conventions and a formal, and I've been told to be nice about the formal or else there will be angry people at my door. Like like that like like that, like that's a new thing for you. Yeah, but Sometimes I can't always uh, deal with angry people. You deal with me enough. I, I'm i immune to you. <laughs> what part have you forgotten? I'm not the one that forgets. God damn it. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Let's let's get let's get the show on the let's get the show on the on the go. Let's get going. So, Ari, how how was your week and how was your day? Uh, I'd like to say it was you know something really enthralling and uh and captivating, but you know, it was mostly work. And even worse, you know, I got overtime today, which I've been getting a lot of lately. But as bad as the snow has been, ugh, not only do people not know how to drive when. When the snow is going on, but uh, I got home around seven o'clock tonight, and uh, the snow was so bad I could, and the roads were so poorly taken care of that I couldn't actually see the lines on the road. That's gotta suck. So, yeah, and, and Jersey's a place where there's so much as a hint of inclement weather. All their uh, snow ma- machines, you know, mobilize and uh, see them. Sp- yeah, you you see them. Uh, you see the trucks like spraying them all over the roads. You know, plows are all over getting at the highways. At the highways, the uh, parking lots. 
No, that that hasn't been happening. But kind of, yeah. Look at it this way: when it snows or rains, it's the one time you can actually clean Jersey. Ugh. I will say this: when I went to Wawa for lunch today, I didn't so much drive into the parking lot as drift into it. Were you playing initial D as you were drifting? No. <laughs> and if uh, you hear any background noise, it's because uh, a buddy of mine also also works nights. He, uh, yeah, he works at UPS, and this is the first time that UPS has shut down our operations in like 10 years because wait, of the weather. Wait, what? What? Yeah. And you know what the sad part is? What? UPS will still get your packages to your house faster than the United States Postal Service. <laughs> oh, that's so true. Yeah. You've had some very bad experience with the post office, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we go to the chat room real quick. Rageinator pretty much says, blame me for everything. The podcast, World War Two, the bubonic plague, and Hitler. Wait, how is Hitler my fault? We can figure this out. Oh, don't you even! (laughs) So yeah, that's been my week and my day. Oh, okay. And I'm also going through a new Super Mario Brothers U as we speak, so uh, if you hear me cursing out in someone who sounds like I'm talking to myself, yeah, that's uh, what's going on. Okay. Uh, Did you pick up the um, the DLC, uh, New Super Luigi U? Uh, not yet. It's uh, his copy, and I just installed it. Well, not okay. installed it. Uh, put it in today, like an hour ago. Ow! Awesome. All right, Mako. How was your week, and how was your day? Um, my week was kind of boring. Basically, just uh, you know, playing some video games and uh, reading a lot. But today was kind of awesome. Yeah. What happened today? Well, today, because of the snow and the fact that I didn't have work, uh, I basically sat in bed all day and watched a bunch of crap. Must be nice. (sighs) Hey, don't even start Ranma. You've got weekends. And depending on how my days are at work. Yeah, so hush. (laughs) Um, but I started out with the live-action Roroni Kenshin movie. Uh, switched to uh, the live-action Kashron movie. Couldn't find the live-action... Um, uh, <sighs> what was the other one I was going to watch? Mushishi. I couldn't find that one, so I ended up watching uh, Helsing Ultimate. You know what you should have rounded that out with? Live-action cutie, honey. I don't have that. Oh, you have to find it. It's just so cracked out. But that's the other thing. I'm looking for other live-action movies based off of anime or manga and want to watch it. Well, there's also live-action uh, My Sinikoku. I think there was well, two of those. Yeah, there's been a lot of live-action variations of different anime, but I'm but, uh, looking always to... always for the better. Yeah, most of them are really good, so I'm, I'm looking to, uh, you know, watch the lot of them. 
So if anybody has any suggestions, let me know. Speed racer. No. Worth a shot. I'm not looking for American adaptations. I'm looking for Japanese adaptations. Because American you know, adaptations always... usually suck. I don't know. Pacific Rim was Dragon pretty good. Ball. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait, wait. Dragon Ball was Chinese, wasn't it? No, Dragon Ball Evolution, she's thinking of. Yes. Okay. Yes, but I've actually seen the Chinese live action, uh, quote unquote, Dragon Ball movie. Which was a lot better than Evolution. Well, duh. Paint drawing would be a lot better than Evolution. <laughs> well, you do know there is a sequel to Dragon Ball Evolution. What? Yeah. It's a TV show sequel. It's called Shameless. <laughs> uh, you're brutal. Ari, seriously, the two characters who play Goku and Bulma are on the show as a couple. It's funny to see them interact like that. And if we go to the chat room... Nemesis 47, Speed Racers and also waiting to pass. Same with Dragon Ball Evolution. Hey, this live-action Speed Racer movie didn't take itself seriously, and you know it. <coughs> oh, yeah. True. So, is that all, Mako-chan? Uh, yeah, basically. Once I'm done here, I'm gonna go back to, uh, Helsing. Because, you know, Alucard and Walter. And by going back to Helsing, you mean just pausing when Alucard's on screen and just staring going, Ooh. I'm not that bad. Shut up. Thank God for small favors. I do like my Alucard, though. See? And it said, but on to Mark, Evolution is only good when Kyle Abier is riffing on it. Yeah, pretty much. I think all of Team Four Star riffed on uh, Dragon Ball like Evolution. Easy mode, I would suppose. Alright. My week and my day. Um, last week was pretty interesting, say for the fact that I was at work for 13 and a half hours last Thursday. That's been a serious uh, overtime you're picking up. Yeah, they had to write on my timesheet why I was there. They're donating a bunch of computers, and with a lot of companies do, they have to reformat the hard drive. Now, since this is a financial, this is a bank, so they can't just reformat the drives. They have to, like, government-grade-level wipe these drives. Like, neuralize them. Yes, and you know when you call tech support and they tell you it takes a certain amount of time and you think it's bullshit? They uh -huh. really do mean it takes amount that much time. So, for two days I've been doing this, and it takes about... Two and a half hours to government grade wipe the drive, and then it takes another hour to do like a quick wipe and get it certified by the software. And I had um, three, see, I had five machines going, two drives in each. So it was taking about three to three and a half hours. And then there's my machine where it just wipes them one at a time. Or if I hook up multiple docks, it can knock two out per hour. And I started doing that. Now, I'm thinking, okay, good. I'm used to being here till 10 o'clock. It's not a big deal. I'm thinking I'll be gone by 10. I put in four hard drives. And I look, and I notice these file, these drives have not been zeroed out. So, I'm like, well, fuck. 
more work for you? Yeah, it's just the tedious... Um, the tedium? Yeah, the, the tedium of it. You know, just letting it run, it's like, what is it to do? I'm the only one left in the damn office, you know? I get out. Train doesn't come to 11.56. 15-minute delay on the train. I didn't get home to 2 o'clock in the morning, and somehow I made it to work the next day at 9 o'clock. Oh, crap. I know. I wouldn't have wanted to deal with you that following day. You, pro you must have been pissed. No, not really. There is an industrial coffee machine in my office. <laughs> I can have this thing brew me three shots of espresso and put it into a normal cup of coffee. I had three of those on Friday, and it still wasn't enough. Picture floating around of a guy holding a giant coffee mug full of coffee. It says, "My my doctor said I could have one cup per day." It, it was more along the lines of that cup of that coffee mug where, as you drink it, it's like you're more human. It's like you can speak now, you know. It's you just like kind of grumble unintelligibly when you don't have when you haven't had your coffee. Sort of, but the thing at work, I'm in my own office, so it's like I just stare at I just stare at Facebook until. My, everything just falls into place. And so you can actually start comprehending it? Yeah, pretty much. Um, and I spent the three-day weekend working on convention videos, and I'm halfway through anime next. Woohoo! So I have, like, what, two more con, two more conventions to work on, and I'm, and I'm totally done with 2013, and I can just jump on, onto, like, 2014 now? I can, can I please? I can ask. Soon. Yes. And then the snow. You can make my Tommy Tallarico interview look passable. <laughs> we can work magic with that. Oh, and hockey comment. I got about four hours of sleep, give or take. Normally, normally I get away with five, but four, not so much. And then the snow today. Getting to work wasn't so bad. Coming back, on the other hand, was a pain in the ass. Especially when you find that your whole IT department left at like four o'clock, four thirty, and didn't tell nobody. I'm all about leaving early, but let me know so I can leave early too. I love my job and all, but if y'all are leaving, I'm bouncing too. <laughs> so oh, I make it. I make it down to Buffalo Wild Wings, get my food, I make it home. No, half the streets are plowed. There are cars just sliding along the snow. Did, so, did you record it and set it to Blue Danube? No. Because that's what I would have done. No. Not this time. But I did get some pictures I will probably be uploading to my to my Facebook later. Um, I'm walking down, down my path and I realize nobody shoveled and I don't own a shovel. So tomorrow is going to be quite interesting. And then I get home, they screwed up my order. Ooh. Yeah. So that insane scream I heard from Brooklyn, that was you? No, that wasn't me. I was just like, you know what? I just threw the towel up against the wall. You're like, oh, look at that. I've stopped caring. <laughs> exactly. And the towel is still hanging there like the wall's like, I know how you feel, bro. I know how you feel. Okay, alright. 
enough about us. Let's talk. Let's talk to our awesome guests because it's been a while since they've been on the show. So, say hey, Yachtin, what's up? How y'all ladies been? Same as always, busy as hell. Trying to take over the world. <laughs> Narf. <laughs> One is a genius. The other's insane. Now we have to think about which one's which. I was, I was about to say that. Pretty much. Oh. Um, other than other than going to Las uh, Las Vegas or you know the perfect waste of a desert, um, we've just been you know uh, getting ready for our next convention, which is a steampunk convention in March. Awesome. I like the Where sound of that. Being held? Denver. In Denver. And uh, we managed to convince one of our dear friends in New York to come out and help man our booth. <laughs> and by convince, you, you you said an you said an empty box that says full of noms. The person looked in, and the box just dropped him up like snake from Metal Gear Solid. Uh no. Um, Sunseenly doesn't take much convincing. All we have to say, can has, and she says yes. Legit, yeah, me and Michael have been talking about road tripping out there, you know. For, Eventually. For, for um reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah to go visit you. Of course. Sure. Of course. <laughs> yes, visit. We're terrible. Sure. Well, well, we, We're terrible. We would work that, we would work that into it. <laughs> you know, there, was a, there was an article that I saw today about about stuff like that, you still have to go back to work, and it's still not legal to smoke in public, so... I'm not gonna smoke it at my job. Come on now. Well, if you're creative like Mako-chan, it'll... It's right, a... but if you come back to work and they decide to give you a P-test, you can still lose your job. Not to mention there are Facebook books, the Facebook groups that uh, tell you how to integrate that stuff into all different kinds of recipes. That's Italian seasoning. What's in the sauce? Italian seasoning. Yeah. Oregano. <laughs> you keep thinking that. <laughs> Again, we we are terrible. We, remember, we here at Anime Jam Session are not role models. <laughs> Please, don't look at us to do the right thing nine times out of ten. You might end up doing five to fifteen. <laughs> role models you ain't. You got that shit right. God, we we're terrible. We're terrible, terrible people. Yes, you are. I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> Pot meets kettle. You should not talk about yourself like that. So you have looked in the mirror lately. What? No. I have to go for the obvious joke. Wait, no, the That's yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I wasn't even going with that. I was going for a more um, racially horrible joke with that. But yeah, we can go with the pot one. And you get a high five in the chat room for that. Wow. Oh man. Sorry, I, I, I'm trying to I'm trying to Google foo stuff so. Don't mind me. Okay. So uh, while we're on that subject, apparently in um, Boulder, there's a restaurant that pairs, of all things, sushi and cannabis. Hmm. 
we have to go there. Look at there, plenty of cats. <laughs> reasons. How they're getting away with this? Because again, <sighs> it's still a federal law. You can just call it a Reagan. Well, Obama did say it's not as bad as alcohol. Who knows? Maybe at the end of his term, he'll repeal it. Piss everybody off. <laughs> I don't think it works that way. Oh, I know. I no, know. No, somehow I, I don't think that one's going to happen. No. Whoa! Everybody what okay? Hand check. Sorry. That was my last. <laughs> Serafina, are you okay over there? Sound like the end of days going on there, man. Do we need do we need our proton packs? Medic, medic. She crashed. She's coming back. Okay. Whatever she did, she knocked herself offline. I think she dropped her laptop. Whoops. Yeah, I think she did. She dropped the la Ooh. They, she said sorry. That was my laptop. Awesome. At least we so have anyway, the. Anyway, that's that's all that's going on with us. Work, work, work. We're boring. Bork, bork, bork. <laughs> that too. <sighs> well, at least I didn't have to break out the, the the continue game over sound effect. Now, are we all back? <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> you need a hug. You you really <laughs> do. do. You need a hug. <laughs> I need a lot of hugs. Yes, I've been helping you. You've been scaring me. I'm like, don't hurt me! <laughs> and then we go to the chat room. Nemesis47 says, maybe Obama has a secret weed bunker in the White House. It's the, it's the strategic weed reserve. Obama <laughs> wouldn't be the first one. Yeah. What, to have a Bill... strategic weed reserve? Yeah, hello, Bill Clinton. <laughs> he did not hail <laughs> bullshit. And we all know Bill Clinton was the first black president, so, you know. <laughs> well, that's wrong, man. But true. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> okay, alright, no politics, no politics, no, 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 not us. Not even if we're making fun of them? Damn. <laughs> You do realize that'll piss somebody off, and I and I don't have a fire extinguisher. Yeah, that's true. Well, we run a very tight ship around here. On. Point taken. Mm, Although up. some people are into that shit. Yeah. I don't know if you can hear this, but I'm I'm currently tapping out. <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> And Dark Tetsuya asks, "What is happening right now? You, you have to listen from to be, from the beginning to understand this. And if you blink, you're going to miss something." And Raging goes with Snoop Dogg, the Secretary of Weedonomics. Oh God. <laughs> okay. All right. 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 Seraphina. He couldn't keep track of it anyway. I would. Well, it, it would be Snoop Lion now, right? <laughs> Please, he went back to Snoop Dogg. Fuck out of here. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> what is this? I don't. I'm blaming the weather for this. I truly am. 
Okay, Serafita, how was your week? How was your day? How have you been since you've been on our show last? <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh. <laughs> this week, today, I just, I really want a big stiff drink. That's how my week and day have been. <laughs> well, can, can, well, how about, how about mock? Won't you let Mako make you a stiff drink? And she'll drink it on your behalf. Okay. I would have to get up to do that. But it's alcohol. Of course you'd have to get up. But but I, I don't want to get up. It's tasty, tasty alcohol. But I don't want to get up. Too lazy to get up. Yeah. <laughs> Even for alcohol. I guess that means I have to make the stiff drink since the fridge is next to the computer. See, yeah, see, you can do that. I'm busy. Petting Storm is not considered as being busy. I'm busy trying to... I'm just messing. A picture. Okay, all right, all right, all right. picture back. Shut up. Okay, 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 all right, all right. This is Serafita's time. This is her time. The floor is yours. Um, yeah, like, just my whole week... My phone died, one of my embroidery machines died, my phone is back to working, but I'm still replacing it. I don't know when I'm going to be able to get my machine in to be serviced. <laughs> Just And, of course, everybody heard earlier when my laptop fell. Whoops. It's like I said, you just need a big hug. <laughs> okay, group hug, people. Wow, I feel the love. <laughs> Is it one of those days? Yep. Yeah. Mm. Shall we go ahead and start our first? Oh God. What? Uh, Nemesis Forty Seven Snoop Line is the halftime show for Stoner Bowl Forty Eight. Fuck yeah! I'd actually watch it. Followed by Cheech and Chong is the commentators. Game reports are by Jake and Silent Bob. And the game will be sponsored by Doritos, White Castles, and Domino's. I'm there. <laughs> I'll get front row seats. I'll, I'll bring the orange soda. Oh, man. I don't even do that crap, but that sounds funny as hell. That would be interesting. be a license to print money. <laughs> yeah, probably. Means you watch the Super Bowl for something other than commercials. Look, I just want my Super Bowl 48 commemorative bong. That's all I want. You only get those if they play here. Damn. But New Jersey has medicinal marijuana, so... But, if you think about it, there are places that sell bongs that tell you they're for legal use only. Yeah. Legal use. <laughs> Shall we go ahead and take our first break? Yeah, yes, we may I have think we need to. Yeah. A little. Yeah, I, I, I think that would be a good idea. So, works for me. All right, mute up. We will be back.
you like independent podcasts, please check out some of our independent podcasting friends. It's Orange Lounge Radio, where they discuss video games, gamer culture, and lifestyle with Sky, Dark Sakura, and Loki. Listen live Sundays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time on VOGNetwork.com. And right before them is the Bobby Blackwolf Show. It's video games and gamer talk starting at 8 p.m. If Warcraft is your taste, listen to Horde House with Sky and Extifer, Wednesdays at 10. If you want a more female perspective of what we do, listen to Electric Sisterhood with Ninja Sister and Pandelicious at electricsisterhood.com. If you prefer geek slash pop culture and sci-fi, it's podculture.net with Brad, Mondays at 9, and Under Sedation Live with Travis and Jessica, Saturdays at 10. Also check out the Brooklyn Otaku with D-Styles and Company. You can find them at facebook.com slash the Brooklyn Otaku. Okay. Now, now here, here, here's, some, here's, here's a, a thought of mine I, I, I've had. Something I, I want to bring up, and I want to hear kind of everybody's point on this. This is this is a conversation I can classify it as I I would nominate this for a Darwin Award. Okay. On for, on, on some of y'all probably already know this, but I, for those of you who don't, on Friday I I'm reading my Facebook and I see this post. From from some, from somebody who used to be on my Facebook because the fact that I tried to reason with her, I'm still wrong. She says, "Okay, so let's say an anime is dubbed into English. The fans of that anime now refer to the two types as dub and sub. Those people are morons." And why are they morons? That's what I want to know. That conversation reminds me of my old roommate. He would come in, I'm watching dubbed anime, he would go, why are you not watching this in God's holy language? And I would respond with... He didn't actually refer to it as God's holy language, did he? Yes, he did. <laughs> what? Yeah, he, he had a habit of doing shit like that. Yes. I guess I didn't see this side of him. So, I'm trying to explain to her that the terms sub and dub have been around for years. People in the industry use these terms. And it's like... And she's like, you're still wrong. And people who use the terms RPGs is also incorrect too. And I'm like... What? Your logic has failed you. I I'm, I'm not seeing it. There are holes in her logic big enough to drive a truck through, in other words. And the spatial Atlantis. Ouch. Some people truly believe that the world revolves around them, and you should conform to their ideals. Raise your hand if you know somebody like that. Me. Me. Dude, oh, yeah. Get the podcast. How do you know if we're raising our hands? Just take our word for it. Yeah. We all said, me. <laughs> 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 yeah, evidently, refer. I can kind of understand what she means by RPG and aspect of referring to like toys and figurines. And I'm like, well, what are these people are using it as they're playing D and D? I've seen people campaign using RPG figurines. I guess you know, using it to kind of make your campaign a little bit better. You know, 
that I'm trying to reason with her. Next thing you know, I, I look back, the entire post is gone. I find out later through a friend of mine, she went back and edited the whole conversation, edited her post, but the conversation between me and her, gone. Abort, abort, abort. And I kind of figured it out. I, she's um, ELT in Japan, so I'm going to assume because she's inhaling that Japanese culture head on, it's like she's right and everybody is wrong. But how do you know that she doesn't have that attitude on a normal day-to-day basis? Because she wasn't like this, and I had a friend who could verify this. And if we go to the chat room, Dungeon Buster goes, new JRPG skill. Roll to understand God's holy language. <laughs> Apparently slash roll isn't a command in here. Okay. Depending, I have a script. You know, depending on what IRC script you have, you could do slash roll, but you know. Dungeon Buster, no, not figuring. The full scale figures, like collectible figures. She, can, she refers to those as RPG figures, and I'm like, they make figures out of RPG characters, yes, but if, th- is that what she means? No, she's referring to, you know, you know the SH figure art of Sailor Mercury that you ordered. Yeah. That. What you think is going to come to life and act out the scene on the battlefield for you? I don't come know. Who I, I, angelic it, layer? She's using it for a Sailor Moon RPG. And bonus points for, for mentioning Angelic Lair. Love that series. Me too. I I wish I had, if I knew this was gonna happen, I would have screen capped the whole conversation and posted it and be like, "This is to, this is this is the next generation of fan of, pe- of people coming into the fandom." Just want y'all to know that this is the next generation of people coming into the fandom. I this just We're brings fucked. to mind a gift that I saw not too long ago, and the caption is. Oh no! Someone is wrong on the internet. You just let it go, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, now, now I wasn't funny. I wasn't foaming. I was just being reasonable. I'm like, you gotta understand. It's like this, but evidently I'm wrong. And like, well, you know what? It is what it is. And I'm going Tap to out. Yeah. Yes. I'm no, going just to... run out of the ring after uh, before the guy can hit you after hitting your finisher. <laughs> like, screw this. Nope. I'm out. Run through the crowd. Alright. Now, we have some topics we're going to cover. And I'm going to cover this um, this winter formal I went to. I'm going to cover it as quickly as I possibly can. So you can get your stopwatch. Okay. This is from the same people who did Senshi Matsuri. Overall, it was... It was I had a good time. It was just the little details that kind of irked me. Because... I was running late. Evidently, I was on CPT time instead of EST time, so, you know. CPT time? Yeah. Color people time. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what I expected with that with that uh, acronym. Abbreviation, sorry. I don't know what I expected with that abbreviation. Before we continue, Raging asks, does this friend of yours happen to live in Colorado or Washington by any chance? No, she currently lives in Tokyo. And follow up by Nemesis forty seven. God's holy language is trending on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Michael Cole. <laughs> that could end badly. Yeah. 
And if you live in New York City, everybody knows that God's holy language is Spanish, so. Well, except Florida, too. There you go. Yep. So I get there, and there's this long line of people, and I'm like, it's kind of 10, 20 minutes past the hour. What's going on? I had to text somebody on the inside, be like, what's going on? She told me there was another event going on that ran late, and they're now, they're continuing to set up and get everything going. And I'm like, you got people out here telling guests to calm down, and they're going to let everybody in shortly. You mean to tell me they couldn't explain why everything is running late? <sighs> so... We finally get in, and, and I go to pick up my badge. Now, they write on their press. It wasn't, like, pre-printed, where, you know, it only costs a few pennies at Staples. It was just handwritten on a pen. Okay. The food. Good. Um, yeah... It, it, the food reminded me when I was in when I was in high school picking up my lunch. Not good. It, it was. I mean, it it didn't it didn't it didn't look edible per se, but it tasted good. <laughs> Looks better than it tastes. Yes, and as as Silver Phoenix says, the winter formal was so damn ghetto. Oh no, it's not ghetto until someone shows up with a tuxedo made out of a uh, basketball jersey. No, but there was one speaker for them playing the music. There was one large speaker, and they were playing the music from an iPad, which I had no problem with, but the DJ was like playing one track, and then it would stop. He's going through the playlist, finding another song, and playing it up. Sometimes it'd be two or three songs. Now, you would think with a formal, they would, they would play sort of like nice, melodic, soft rock, you know, new wave kind of dance music, you know. It was more dance hall reggae music, and I'm like, really? It, exactly. It felt more like a high school dance. Oh, God. Well, you were eating high school food. What do you expect? Yeah. <laughs> At my high school dance, they played Limp Biscuit at one point. Give the lady a dollar for that point. For that, okay? And now you've guessed the mystery theme. <laughs> Washio Taco goes, this DJ be Warren G. Uh, yeah, there was some type of regulation not going on, though. Hmm. And the thing is that now they had one door open for cool air because the whole the, the the location where where it was it was hot as hell. Most people were just standing outside to get cool air, and they were right and right outside where you would pick up your your ticket and your badge or whatever was the dealer's room. They had a dealer's, a dealer's room? room and a formal. Yes. That yeah. seems so out of place. There was yeah. there was four tables of merch. One of them was nothing but Sailor Moon stuff. <coughs> Good Sailor Moon stuff? Actually, yeah, it was Lilith Oya, her stuff. I ain't gonna lie, her stuff's pretty good. 
It is, but it seems kind of out of place given the rest of the venue. Yeah, and there were photo shoots going on done by WeRise, so the million-dollar question is how long before those photos go online? Now, you would have thought that you'd, you'd have people who ran a similar event before who also staffed previous conventions would kind of take things into notice on how to get it going. But, um, it is what it is. Alright, and Silver Phoenix goes, Labyrinth of Jared has a dealer's area. Well, something like that pulls in a lot of people. And people, I could see something like that. Something like this, uh... Well, the Labyrinth of Jared, where, yes, it's a, it's basically a huge ball, it's also a weekend-long thing, and you go there in mm-hmm. costume. Yes, this was like a five-hour event. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on VogNetwork.com, use the passphrase "population." I am looking for. I am looking forward to a spring formal now too. Oh God, they're doing one for the spring. Probably. <laughs> Because we haven't heard Hyde nor hear about Senshi Matsuri, so. I would be surprised. I have to edit those videos and get those online, too. Mm-hmm. Overall, it was good. It could have been better. It's the little minute details they can improve on. They can get that done. The next event will be good. Now that I got that out the system, let's talk conventions, shall we? Okay. Yes. Sure. First up, Otakon Vegas. I've heard so much about this con, it's like, I, I don't even know anymore. So, uh, something tells me, yeah, something tells me, say you sit right there with the pad, like, let, let me tell you something. I'm taking the mic. Let me tell you something. Well, first and foremost, I, I, we we need to preface this. Go for it. Our point of view is from not an attendee. Mm-hmm. It's from someone who had a booth in the artist alley. So you have to keep that in mind. I can't tell you how panels went. I can't tell you how guest things went. I can't even tell you about the dealer's room. Although I, I do think Serafita can. Yeah. Um, Go for it. But we can tell you about what we saw and um, our particular point of view. And we also want to throw in there that this was a first year convention. Mm-hmm. So so it's going to have some issues. Exactly. The only convention of the, what, 12 years we've been doing this that we've attended that got it right on the first year was Denver Comic Con. So that's one out of, you know, what, how many hundreds? Lost count. <laughs> yeah. So Talk about it, your rating it, it curve. is to be expected there will be snafus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I... Even though it was backed by Otakon, and even though Otakon senior staff was involved, that actually seemed to be more of a liability than an asset. 
Sounds because like I still think it's going to be the OG Otakon. I think that's what a lot of people thought, and even though they kept saying this is not going to be like Otakon, this is something new that they're doing, and the way it's laid out reminded me of when Team AX came to New York to do AX New York, and that was something special. The thing is, when you have senior staff in place that are experienced, they're, they're there because they bring something to the table. They understand the organization that goes behind this. They realize what needs to happen to make these convention conventions run. I, I have a tiny bit of experience in conventions. I myself was vice chair and promoter of Yurikon back in 2003. Um, but that was a teeny tiny convention, and so I have a teeny tiny bit of experience. Mm. Um, but in any event, so when you have these people that have all of this supposed knowledge and wisdom, in theory, it should have helped. And unfortunately, it, it didn't. And that's that's actually kind of sad, because the potential for this convention is there. I also think... So, I don't mean to interrupt, but, but one of the things I think was also an issue, you also have another big convention going on at the same time, MAGFest. And granted, there are not that many gaming conventions in this country, but when they pop up, everybody just seems to just go. So, yeah. First-year conventions, as a general rule, are not trying to bring in out-of-state people. They're trying to get their home crop grown first. All right. If they're trying to bring in out-of-state people, I mean, that's a really nice thing, but you're biting off more than you can chew. You if really new, need to farm your own state, crops before you start farming somebody else's. If people from out-of-state show up on their own accord, you know, more power to them. Right? Exactly. So... While in the future, uh, that could be a potential problem. And hopefully there is a future for this convention. Um, as of right now, that really, I don't think, was something they were even concerned about. They were so far off the radar. That sounds about right. Because I was hearing from staff that things were great, it went well. Which, you know, granted, if you're hearing it from staff, you're going to hear how good it was. It's far and few you hear from a staffer, oh, God, the horror. Or they go, I've seen some shit. <laughs> now, a friend of mine, um, Katsuhiko Janai, who is a Vegas native, actually put in a request to mix at the, at the, at the rave. They got somebody who runs Asen's rave. And he said he was going to do it up. From my understanding... There was a total of 15 people at the rave on both nights. Wow. And it was shut down early on one night because a Lolita punched some dude in the face at the rave. Does <laughs> <laughs> that get a little too grabby? I would assume so. Like I said, a little too grabby. And it probably wasn't even trying to touch them in inappropriate areas. The, lo the Lolitas we saw there, with the exception of one or two people, they were all brand Lolitas. Brand Lolitas? You look, but yeah. you don't touch. Oh. Look-sees, no feelsies. Mm -hmm. You did that a little too, too good, hon. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, back to the convention. So, our adventure started before the convention. <laughs> As these things tend to do. 
Yeah, yeah. Getting Sarah two there is half the fun. She was there for the tirade. <laughs> no, this even started days before the convention. All right. Anybody who's done any sort of dealer's room, artist alley, or even panel work for a convention, standard operating procedure is they let you know a little bit ahead of time, depending on how organized they are, how little, it's how little. Um, essentially, the who, what, when, where, and how. We're hopping on a plane, so, and we haven't heard anything at all. So I emailed them, going, so, um, Artist Alley, when set up, when's breakdown, how is this gonna work, blah, 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 blah. And their response was, you'll have to ask somebody when you get there. Uh, what? Yep. We were speaking to another one of our artist friends who was also coming in from our out of state, and she happened to ninja um, like, least leap ninja skills. Like, we don't even know how she done this shit up. No, I figured it out later. I know, later. Um, she happened to ninja not only our, both of our artist numbers, but our placements in Artist Alley. That's good. So that was wonderful. We had that, and I printed it off and brought it with me. So I'm like, all right, you know what? We're gonna get there early anyway. We, we always try to arrive early to conventions, and since this one's out of state, which... Yeah. Anyway, um, we decided to show up early, grab somebody, find our stuff, see what the 411 is. Well, we get there, and we grab somebody, and they're like, I have no clue. They basically said, we think it's a free-for-all. I think you just grab a table, whatever you want. S Shades of Tendo, we're like, gone. Uh, but there's this thing on your website where we have a number, and this is the map. So free for all, I don't think so. And they were like, where did you get this information? It turns out that they had not only a a map, like a, a, an online schedule attached to their website, but they also had one you could download to your smartphone. They had and an app. They had an Otakon Vegas app. And if you downloaded it, you'd find out where you were. <laughs> and we had to present that to them. Mm-hmm. But they wow. had no idea about this. None. So the people, you know, actually running the convention were like, but what? And we knew more information than they did. Okay, before we continue, I, 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 I gotta ask you ladies. You sure you're talking about Otakon Vegas and not our current form of government? <laughs> oh, harsh. It's not really harsh when it's the truth. Yeah, it, it, it really was beautiful. And, oh, and we asked what the hours were. And it, it was a blessing and a curse what they did to us. And I'll get into that later. But basically what they did is they put Artist Alley on the main lobby floor, like directly above the casino. No security, no anything. So you had to break down and set up every day. And your hours, whatever the heck you felt like. Yikes. It kind of reminds me of Tendoku Con. It was a one-time con out in Philly that fell apart really quickly. Dealer's room and artist alley hours were from 6 a.m. to midnight. That's a little abs absurd. No, it literally was. If you wanted to stay there 24 hours, you could knock yourself out. And the best part about this was... People without badges, people that were actually there gambling, could come up and see Artist Alley. 
Which makes me wonder, why the hell did we have to buy badges? Yeah. To have a table, you had to have a badge. Mind you, you had to sit at the table the entire time, so it wasn't like you're enjoying anything. But people could come to your booth from the because floor, from the casino, casino floor, and come up and view Artist Alley. They couldn't go back into the convention, but they could view Artist Alley. In a way, that kind of works, but on the same token, it kind of doesn't. If you're just... Sitting there, manning tables, no security. You each got a shotgun on the, under the table just in case someone decides to play stupid, you know. Well, we were directly across from registration, so if we had any problems, there were people there. There was a ton of security. It's Vegas. Mm. Tons mm -hmm. of security. You know, and the people that ran it were a stone's throw away. So if we needed anything, oh, one good shout would get somebody over there. Good, so good. That wasn't a problem. And actually, it turned out to be our saving grace. Because the median age, and if you know anything about statistics, median age means the average age of the convention goers was 16. Talk about the bank oh of mom and dad. Mm. All I'm this money's running kidding. around a casino? Sheesh. And you can walk around with open containers in Vegas. Yeah. I can kind of get used to that. We had people <laughs> coming up to us with these giant lanyards full of Full of alcohol, we're like, hey, can you bring us one? Yeah, they, they were called yard, like yard-long containers of alcohol. I'm surprised you didn't like. Look, bring me, bring me some alcohol. I'll let you have one Actually, of these. It was more like, please don't put that over the table and ruin our merchandise. I had, I had some 15-year-old punk walk up, slam his um his cup of Starbucks down on the table and walk away to go take pictures. And I yelled at him. I told him to get his freaking ass back there and move his stuff. My stuff was not, my table was not the place to put his damn coffee. And it's Starbucks. I mean, if that's not oh, there, there was 10 of them in any five direction. I mean, if that's <laughs> yeah. not, if that's not punishment enough. Was there a Starbucks directly across the street from a Starbucks? Probably. I, the, the hotel, like, Right on well, no, the hotel alone had three. Why? Because you need Starbucks to stay up and gamble. Right. Well, and to top that, this is even better. So to top that, the hotel's connected to something called Miracle Mile, which is a really high-end shopping mall. And the shopping mall had two Starbucks. <laughs> yep. <laughs> on different floors? Nope. Oh, no, it's one floor. Ground level, it makes like a big loop. See, I, I'm now reminded of when I used to go to class. I would cut through Penn Station. As I'm cutting through Penn Station, there's a Starbucks. Walk down about five, uh, five shops. There's another Starbucks. You go outside. There's a Starbucks, and then if you walk, and if you walk further down that same street. On the other side, there's another Starbucks. But if you, if you run back around, going towards the Megabus, there are two more right there. <laughs> well, Starbucks saved our ass for the weekend because mm. um, we were given, in preparation for this convention, we were given as a gift from um, Yaten's dad, a Starbucks gift card for Christmas. Sweet. So that's basically what we ate all weekend. How much was the gift card? A lot. Hey, if, if it's enough for you to live off of Starbucks, I got no problem with it. 
Now, no, that's it, good. it was a fifty dollar yes. gift card, and we didn't blow through it completely, but 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 anyway. So back to the to the story. Um, there were some positives. Um, like it was actually a positive that they let people come up and shop because the kids didn't have much money, and so they would come and peruse our items and occasionally abuse our items. But um, we do steampunk, which, as anybody knows, steampunk is a higher end item, and um. The the people that came up off the casino floor loved steampunk. What is this? It's always fun to see people that have no idea. What is this? And their eyes just light up. Oh yeah. Oh, this is so cool. And there were I I want to say there were about fifty people wearing Attack on Titan. Oh yeah. Da, 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 da. Yep. Not even kidding. The staff that we dealt with, even though they didn't know what was going on, they were very friendly and they tried. I want to give them this huge E for effort because sometimes people are like, eh, I don't know, and they pass it off. Hmm. They sent runners to try and get answers for us. People were running all over the place trying to help. They didn't you know, know the, the attendance answer. numbers were? I don't know what the official was, but it, if I had to take a guess, about a thousand people. I was going to say between five hundred and a thousand, give or take. Um, we go to the chat room real quick at live.vognetwork.com. Hermoshi Otaku he explains that newer cons typically put Artist Alley outside of the control areas. Two such conventions is Holly Matsuri and Bonsai Con. Hmm, interesting. And then we go down to the fact that ActDef lives in a small town that has about seven to eight Starbucks and four Walmarts. Somebody is typing like all hell. Warp one engage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, um, I can tell you that there is a not so new convention we've sold at. It's a very prominent Denver convention. Where they don't lock down their stuff. You have to have a badge to get in it. Mm-hmm. Or, well, you're supposed to have a badge to get in it. I don't know if they always have security there. But um, but it's 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 not on lockdown. You have to break, break down and set up every day. And it's kind of a nuisance. But it is what it is. People put up with it because at that convention, you make serious money. So. Fair enough. I mean, I think... Um... MAGFest is sort of the same way. I mean, you make your own hours, so if you're done selling for that, you gotta break down and secure your stuff, then you come back the next day and reopen shop, you know? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, and we have to throw this in there. I mean, one of the nice things about people not having badges, mm-hmm. um, so we had a celebrity stop by our booth. Oh, yeah? Who oh, yeah. Grant, Grant Imahara. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. Did you get a picture she, with him? Serafina got her picture taken with him. It was awesome. <laughs> it was really nice. Was it a senpai notice me moment? No, but I had one of those too. Yep. Oh, do tell. I will in a minute. I'm gonna cool. I'm gonna let Serafina tell all about her grant her little granty <laughs> thing there. That was awesome. I think she's <laughs> blushing. Yeah, it was Friday and I was helping out at their booth, kind of mostly lurking um, behind the table and three of us are sitting there and he comes up and he looks at the stuff and we're all just kind of looking at him like he looks so familiar why does he look familiar and we couldn't say anything because obviously he was going to hear us and then he started to move away I grabbed Steph's arm and I was like 
Oh my god, it's Grand of Horror from Mythbusters. Yep, I stopped him. I'm like, are you Grant? And he's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we stopped and talked, and we asked him, you know, was he having a nice time? And uh, we, uh, she got to have her picture taken with him, and uh, yeah, he was very, very pleasant. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Okay, I have to give Grant Imahara props, because he made three girls very giddy. Not every guy can do that. Now, he got a couple of guys giddy, too, because he walked over to start talking to some of his... He's friends with a lot of the big-name cosplayers. Ah, and, okay. Yeah. Um, he was talking to some of the cosplayers that were there, and a dude came up to him, like, you Grant Imahara? <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. Did that, you see any other cool. sites of Vegas while you were there? Not really. Uh, well, we sort of saw like, the palace and the Bellagio and the Hard Rock Cafe. <coughs> in a brief few minutes, we walked on the strip when we had to go to Walgreens. Huh. So you didn't yeah. make it to the uh, gold and silver pawn shop? No, oh, God, I wanted to so bad. That's pretty much the other side of town. <laughs> Well, no, I, I, I mapped it. It was only like a mile and a half away, but I'm, I am I don't have cab money. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. But, st I mean, not only not only that, uh, our hours, you know, I mean, what are we going to do? By the time we get there, it's going to be closed. No, it's open 24-7. Yeah, but they don't let people in after a certain time. And yeah. there's usually a line to get in there during the day. But, um, hang on, I gotta type something. There we go. Angelic threads, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Alright, so my senpai noticed me moment, and this was hysterical. Actually, our... I, I For those of you who know, who actually keep tabs on cosplayer, there's a, a fairly well-known Vegas cosplayer. She goes by Angelic Threads. She's very talented. Um, uh, we've known of her, because she used to cosplay with Char, um, God, Tristan Citrine, um, and, um, and we've been following her since then, because she's very talented, and she's very good, and we actually had the, um, luck of meeting her at Nendes Khan in 2010, um, there was a big Sailor Moon photo shoot, and she came as Sadamu Tuxedo Common. <laughs> we hung out and chatted and whatever but um so and Sandra Fita already knows her because you know Vegas 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 yeah but um so at, at, on Sunday she came by and she actually said hi to us and she remembered us she's like hey I haven't seen you guys in a while blah 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 I'm like oh my god senpai remembers me <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was funny I had a couple of moments like that over the weekend. Oh, do tell. Oh, Jesse um, Pridemore. Yeah. <laughs> I met Jesse back in 2009 when I was a widow baby cosplayer. Um, and she was really nice. And I had no idea who she was at the time. After I met her, I went online and found out who she was. And I was like, oh my gosh. And then, like, ever since then, you know, when I see her at conventions, I say hi. And. At Otakon Vegas, she came up to me and gave me a big hug and was like, hi! And I was like, senpai! It was just, it was pretty awesome. <laughs> when she would say hi, whenever she says hi to me, it's pretty much um, a senpai notice me thing. 
we got you. Now, overall, Old Con Vegas, would you do it again? Yes, but not right away. Gotcha. Mm, I'm not sure. They said they got about 2,000 people, but I'm going to assume it didn't look that way, given how the layout of the convention it was. Yeah, but they're probably counting in the the vendors and the and the artist alley people, which isn't fair. Yeah, turnstile numbers because, say what? Yeah, because if you think about it, there were let's see, there's four things to a square the way they had it set up, and there was one, two, three, four, five. So far as twenty forty. There were 40 tables, and then there's two people generally per table uh-huh. on uh-huh. average. So, I mean, there's there's 80 tickets right there, and you don't get to attend the convention. Yeah, you really don't. So, I I mean, I'm, I'm sure there could have been 2,000 people, especially if people bought, like, a, a Friday pass and went, you know, let's come back Saturday. Hmm. And that could that could happen, but I, I really think that two thousand is a little more than what it looked like from what we saw. Yeah. And as Nemesis forty seven chimes in with the dealers room and the artist alley at the con is combined with lots of other things that make it look like a flea market meets a mini mall. Mm. Flea market con, anyone? I know a great spot out in Route eighteen in Jersey. There are some yeah, cons that do that where you can bring in and flea market your old anime goods. I think that's a fantastic idea. Ain't nothing yeah, wrong with that. I think a lot of conventions, um, I think Anime LA does that. They call it like a swap meet. Yeah, a lot of con- a lot of conventions are doing that, and I'm thinking about doing that myself because as I'm buying box sets of stuff, I'm like, I have volume one and two of this. I'm not going to get much of it on eBay or Amazon. Might as well just trade it. See what I can get for it. I'll treat you but anyway, back to your original question. Mm-hmm. It would depend on organization and so on, because especially since Vegas is an out-of-state con, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the time of year we cannot drive over the mountains to get there. Flying is our only option. And oh my god, it was a nightmare, by the way. Yes, yeah. I know. And I, I had a bit of a sleepless night that night. Oh, we made it back fine. I know. You know it, three o'clock in the morning or uh, sorry cleaning off the car at negative one degrees at three o'clock in the morning oh, oh that suck <laughs> we had to take turns i shoveled and then she shoveled oh. speaking as painful. a local i'm not sure if i'll attend again just the a lot of the uh cosplayer scene here in vegas is really young mm-hmm. and the older ones there are a few others besides Angelic Threads here in Vegas. Um, some of the older ones tend to keep to themselves. Like, they don't really want to meet up with some of the older cosplayers and get to know them. They're not exactly friendly, mm-hmm. even though they all attend to the same conventions. So it's just kind of... No, not catty, just... I don't know. Posh, uppity, per se. No, yeah. no, ins- insular is a very good word. They, we've got some of that in Denver. There are, there are people, there's nothing wrong with them. I mean, I'm sure they're nice enough people, but they have their, their group of friends, and they're really not interested in expanding it. It, it. it is what it is. And you can't, I mean, not everyone's, you know, friendly. Not everyone 
everyone's outgoing. That's the word I'm looking for. Not everyone is okay. outgoing. They're not like, you know, want to be. They're not like, well, Ranma. Anyway. Mm. <laughs> well, it's, you know, one thing I've always said this about about the cosplay community before. It got split into like little sections, like an indie wrestling circuit. You know, I always said <laughs> the West Coast was was posh. It was all about the cosplay, the detailing, and you know how you worked the carpet. The East Coast... We were all chill and stuff. No, the East Coast was more like this. You want me to do a headstand while doing this kegger? Hold my beer! <laughs> it's like the cosplay here just want to party and drink per se because it's all funny games till somebody chokes on their booze and then it's hilarious, you know? Like I said, nice and chill. Yeah. See, I'm from Florida, the cosplay redheaded stepchildren of the USA. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> So, but uh, there, there are a bunch of friendly folks in Florida. The problem is, is it, I hate to, I hate to put it this way. It's a bunch of Southerners. You get their panties in the line and they start fighting. <laughs> and you have to understand the, the cosplay circuits of the Midwest, the South, the East Coast, New England, West Coast, Pacific Northwest just looks <laughs> at Florida like, what are you doing? Stop. I'm sorry, I live in Florida, Florida, and I went, what are you doing? Stop! Silver Phoenix says, Florida has always been cosplay CCW combat zone wrestling. Oh, God. Okay, then, in that case, who would be Zandig? (laughs) No. No, let's not go there. Let's not go there. Let's not go there. Jesus! Late enough. Let's not. Let's not. Alright, it sounds like y'all had a pretty decent time at Otakon Vegas, and going back, it's like you're flipping the coin, and the coin is still in the air flipping, and you're waiting for it to drop, and it's still flipping. And it's going to land on its side, because of course it would. <laughs> yeah, because of physics, yeah. And it just lands, It just spins on its side, and it just sits there, and it's like, Really? Ours would be totally from a business perspective, though. We, true, we true. at this point, very rarely attend a convention simply to attend a convention. If we're not selling, we're performing. Mm-hmm. All right, now that we got Otakon Vegas out of the way, Serafita, please tell us about Anime LA. Hmm. Well, I actually attended Anime LA for the first time this year. Yeah, and I did not attend to sell anything in the artist alley. I was attending to actually enjoy the convention. Ooh. Such a shocker after pretty much spending all of last year just attending to sell. <laughs> um, it was kind of a mixed bag for me. For all the hype that all of my friends gave mm-hmm. Anime LA, yeah. I, I don't know. I wasn't that impressed. Uh, I know it did sell out. They have an attendance cap of 5,000. There was a lot of amazing cosplay there. I will say that. Good. That's cool. Yeah. The programming was pretty good, but I think that they need to find a larger venue since they have capped for that one. Um, I think part of the issue is the layout. Like, it's very difficult to find where any of the rooms are for the programming. Mm. I only went to a couple panels, but they were pretty good. Oh, what kind of panels were they? 
the panels that I went to were Giant Robo the Anime. Ooh. It's actually a pretty good series, and I'm going to see if I can find it. Um, and the other one was run by uh, the cosplayer Noob Ponzer. So people might remember him as How Do You Kill That Which Has No Life at BlizzCon. Um, it was a World of Warcraft panel with him and some of his guildmates cool. just talking about what's coming up in Warlords of Draenor, you know, just, it was a very laid back panel and I was kind of hoping there would be more to it, but there wasn't. <laughs> Did you like contribute to, to, to either panel, like your thoughts or stuff like that? No, the first panel, the Giant Robo panel, Giant Robo is actually the name of the series. Gotcha. Um, for people in the chat, yes, I can see what you're writing there. Um. <laughs> yes, Hockey Comet asks how giant was the panel. <laughs> <laughs> there weren't that many people there. <laughs> but um, mostly it was a history of the series, and then we watched the first episode. Cool. Yeah. The World of Warcraft panel, I didn't contribute anything to, really, unfortunately, because I'm not in New Ponzer's guilds. Oh, okay. Yeah, I play on a different server. Um, but no, it just, it wasn't a bad panel. They touched a little bit on, you know, what Warlords of Draenor's premise is going to be about the new models that are coming out, which I think they're actually releasing a new model this week, or they released one last week, I forget. Um, just, you know, basic things like that. Uh, which achievements they have that you can't get in the game anymore, how hard things used to be to get for achievements. Just, it was an okay panel. <laughs> okay. Did you check out the masquerade or costume contest at all? I did not. Ah. Uh... I try to stay away from those unless I am actually competing or a staffer. Fair enough, fair enough. So Their, their artist alley was pretty nice, though, I will say. Um... Their artist alley had a really nice selection. There were a lot of different artists there, not just print artists. They had decal artists, cool. people who did Lolita accessories, plushies, little clay figurines. The dealer's room was pretty good, too. There was a lot of figurines in the dealer's room. Mm -hmm. I had a hard time holding back from buying everything. What kind of figures did you see that <laughs> we would want? Oh, uh -oh. most of... What I like, anyway, are, like, Macross Frontier and Evangelion figurines, because that's what I mostly cosplay from, so that's what I mostly collect, and you, I saw a lot of them. You said Mac, you said Macross Frontier. Austin Mark is going to be like, shut up and take my money, and he's throwing <laughs> his money at the screen. <laughs> and, act, and Act Def is like, plushies! Yep. Yeah, um, there was a lot of non-figurine merchandise as well, okay. which was really nice to see, because I've noticed lately in a lot of dealers' rooms, either all you're seeing are t-shirts or figurines, and that's it. There were some plushies in the dealers' room. Um, I don't know, it was a little different. Like, there were some wallets, stuff that you don't really see a lot of at the larger conventions anymore mm -hmm. for merchandise. It was nice to see that again, like keychains as well. So was it like an equal amount of like merchant types of merchandise that was there? Yeah. Okay. Because um, 
we had gone to KatoriCon, I believe, what, last weekend or weekend before mm-hmm. last. And I mm-hmm. went into the dealer's room. It was like, yeah, one vendor selling DVDs and everybody, I think there was like one t-shirt vendor, if that. And all the other tables. There may have been one or two who were selling manga. Yeah, it was the same booth that was selling the anime. Everybody else was selling um, homegrown plushies and so forth. And I'm like, Sue's yeah, not here. Katori Con was the same weekend as Anime LA. So mm-hmm. most likely, Sue probably went out to Anime LA. Curses! I like <laughs> I like buying from her. I mean, where else are you gonna go to get um out of print three by three eyes DVD for ten, two DVDs for ten bucks? Now I just gotta get rid of the first volume one that I bu- that I bought. <laughs> okay, now, now overall, what 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 did you think of Anime LA? I will definitely be attending again next year. I enjoyed it. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, I think that's um, a, I think that's something we're all gonna have to go trip out there for one day at least. Yeah, my big reason for going this year was because I wanted to see my friends from BlizzCon. <laughs> it was a BlizzCon mini reunion for us. That was the whole reason why I went. BlizzCon class 2014? Yep. Well, no. It was BlizzCon Woo! class of 2013. Okay, class of 2013. Reunion. And the reunion actually ended up only being the Varian Rin cosplayer, um... I forget his cosplay name, Vash Fanatic Cosplay, who cosplayed and Winren, and myself as Jana Proudmore. So the three main alliance NPCs. <laughs> that hey, was basically the reunion. That works. Yeah, it was fun. I'm glad you had a great time. Okay, so pretty much we got our opinions of Cross of Otakon Vegas and Anime LA. I'm going to go ahead and open the Skype line, and as I said earlier on our fan page, if you attended either one of these conventions and you want to chime in about your thoughts of the convention, just Skype us at Anime Jam Session. Um, Just stand by. Um, We will bring you in shortly so you can say your piece on it. Now, while while that's coming up, let's talk about these very interesting... Um, stories from Japan that and by ma- interesting you mean fucking weird. <laughs> yes, um, I think it's a, it's, I think it's a skill that Mako-chan has. Yeah. So I guess I'll take the first one then. Uh, yeah. Oh, and boy. guess please chime in if you find anything that is somewhat interesting or amusing. Oh boy. Yeah. In a strange story out of Hyogo Prefecture, a man has been arrested for squirting an unwanted creamy white liquid onto an unsuspect. What the? <laughs> oh, you wanted to take the first one. Have at it. I'm done. I'm done. This is DJ Ron Best signing off for good. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. On the evening of last October 31st, the 10th grade was riding an escalator to the platform of Hankyu Zaguchi Station. Also located in Sakamachi. Suddenly, he, he, she heard a strange noise and turned around to see the suspect standing behind her. Oh my god, it's just getting worse and worse. A trip to the laser room and a look in the mirror revolved, revealed a blob of mayonnaise on her back, but by the time she exited the bathroom, the man was nowhere to be found. You sure it was mayonnaise? 
<laughs> a police investigation uncovered six other mayo attacks. W wait, what? <laughs> the suspect appeared in the security footage detectives in examined it, enabling him them to identify him and track him down. Upon his arrest, the 25-year-old suspect, whose name has not been released, made no attempt to deny his actions, stating, There is no mistake. Which question as to whether he was the one behind the bizarre crime spree. I guess it's a new way of telling a Japanese girl that I like you. I, I, I... Well, Mayo is popular in Japan. I mean, I want the, the person who... Here, have my creamy white stuff. Ugh. <laughs> You're terrible. <laughs> I just think whoever wrote this article should get a raise. Just in the first paragraph. <laughs> you couldn't see it, but my eyes kept getting wider and wider, and my jaw just like hung lower and lower as I was reading it. <laughs> that was my first time seeing the article, too. At death goes, that was a literally what the fuck, Japan. Silver Phoenix follows up with Golden Boy finally strikes out. Hockey Common follows up with Me Thinks Helmet should give the perp a lot of justified hell. Oh. <laughs> Onsen Mark goes, What's next? Lolita's in porn? Wow! Sorry, I just opened my mouth a little bit. Yeah, um, talk to me later about that. <laughs> I'm yeah, horrible. hello, Tumblr. <laughs> you don't have to go to Tumblr for that. I know, but it's easier. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, can we move on from this? Yeah. I guess I could take the next one. Police in Chiba City said Monday that they arrested a 30-year-old unemployed man for harassing his former girlfriend, threatening to kill her and her relatives unless she paid him money. According to the police, the suspect identified as Yuta Nomura told his ex-girlfriend, a woman in her 20s who lives in Akihabara, that he would kill everyone she loved if he refused to him. I'll follow you, I'll find you, I'll kill you. If you don't give me the money, he reportedly said, according to TV Asahi. Police say that he has scared his ex-girlfriend into giving him 120,000 yen in cash in December. The two had only been dating for about a month before they broke up. They originally met through a mobile face... Oh, God. See, there are downsides to online dating, people. You know, well, we just had a friend over. Uh, he would have been. Wait, wait, one at a time, please. Yeah. It, it, this is like amateur shit, even for New Jersey, you know? You don't, like, overtly threaten somebody like that. So you come up to him and like, eh, this is a nice family and friends he got there. It'd be an awful shame if something, uh, you know, happened to him. <laughs> As you were saying, darling Saya. I was just gonna say we just had a friend come back from Japan, um, and we were. It was interesting. We were talking about something similar. Apparently, literally, the only way people hook up at this point in Japan is through these various. They're not necessarily dating sites. Mm -hmm. They're mm -hmm. places to meet other people to hang out. 
so yeah but yeah no people matter of fact it was really interesting she said you know people don't use their cell phones to call one another anymore there are no minutes there's unlimited data over there they all just text each other i can, I so, can live with that it's not uncommon where people just i mean it, it's the thing where these people hook up on these sites that's just what they do mm. Doesn't sound too bad. I mean, if you're not, if you don't use your phone for calling. And as somebody said in the forums, who said that love don't cost a thing? Wah, wah, wah. All right, Mako. Woman arrested for leaving daughter naked out on balcony. She must have been taking this from the Michael Jackson book of parenting. Oh, God. IHE Prefecture Police have arrested a 35-year-old unemployed woman for leaving her 6-year-old daughter naked out on a balcony. According to police, the mother had admitted to the charge but has claimed that she acted entirely in the name of discipline. Uh, it was reported that on Sunday at around 2 p.m., the woman undressed her daughter, bound her hands with duct tape, and pushed her out into the cold second-story balcony. She was left there for quite some time, unable to re-enter the apartment on her own as the doors and windows had been locked. Uh, the woman was living alone with her two daughters in the apartment building. After placing her six-year-old daughter on the balcony, the woman and her second child left the premises. About three hours later, neighbors spotted the young girl and notified the police. The young girl has been taken into protective custody. Uh, according to the police, the girl's left wrist was bleeding from the tight bindings, but there were no visible, no other visible injuries. What the fuck? Evidently, as you discipline can... people, discipline. No, as you can see, somebody's been watching Mommy Dearest one too many times. Is this bitch been reading how to like, to train up a child? What is this? That's a parenting book from those fundamentalist assholes who have resulted in. Like, a couple of kids dying from the methods employed in them? Uh, you know, in comparison to that, I think how parents discipline their kids here is quite tame compared to that. Yeah, I mean, that's all kinds of really screwed up right there. Yeah, no I'm sorry, physical. I'm a kind of a do-on-to-others kind of people. <laughs> Alright, now grab the mom, strip her naked, throw her outside. I'll no other it. visible injuries. Yeah, this kid's gonna need therapy for years. Mm. Unfortunately, in Japanese society, they look down on things like therapy and public assistance because supposedly you're supposed to work your own problems out. Or some weird shit like that. Yeah, but I what I want to know is if it was discipline, what the hell did a six-year-old do to be to be disciplined like that? Wet the bed, I guess. I don't know. I mean, that's just all kinds of crazy. I mean, in comparison to that, I think I got off easy when it came to discipline in my house. Mm. Um, Marco, I, 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 I have to say this. You, you kind of out 
outdid yourself this time. I try. I don't know if I want you to try harder or just kind of scale it back a little, because I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Even for senses of humor as black as ours. Well, she is living embodiment of Mandy from Grim Adventures, so... Eh, somebody's, uh, gotta do crap like this. So, I've noticed. Shall we go ahead and take our final break and wrap up and get the hell up on out of here? Sure. Okay, people. We will be back.
I have to say, the way the podcast went tonight, it would have been the same thing if someone showed up with a, with a dime bag and just passed it around. <laughs> <laughs> it always seems to be that way when we're on the show. I'm not sure what happens. Yeah. Well, you two are in a legal in a legal uh, state, so I guess it's vicariously. I don't know. You know, maybe we mentally think that. You know. So we started with pot, and now we're ending with pot. Really? Would you rather we ended with a pan? Bump, bump, bump. Womp, womp, Good night, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, thanks for being on the show tonight. If you like what you heard, tell a friend. They in turn will tell another friend, and so on and so forth. If you have any questions about the show, 
compliments, complaints, flames, praises, ideas, suggestions, this, that, and the other thing. Podcast at AnimeJamSession.com. Again, that's podcast at AnimeJamSession.com. Definitely check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com. Um, I do believe we have an interesting article about what happened with Shifi Con, and I believe we have some uh, convention uh, reviews going up later this week. Yep. Mm-hmm. And also, I'm gonna roll like a bagel. <laughs> <laughs> That's like three bad puns I have to beat you down with. It. <laughs> Remember, you can't beat me. It's a hate crime. (laughs) 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 We're just terrible. You can't see this, but my palm is going through my forehead. (laughs) Oh, like that picture? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Did you do that when I linked that one article on your wall earlier today? Oh my god, that was horrible. <laughs> yes, it, yes it was. But um, definitely check out our website, AnimeJamSession.com. We'll, def- we'll always have our uh, podcast updated. But for some reason, you can't access our site through the work filters, which has happened to me. There are other ways to access our podcast. You can find us through Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Xbox Music, and TuneIn Radio. Definitely find us on YouTube, youtube.com slash Anime Jam Session TV. Um, there will be more convention videos going up hopefully tomorrow. I don't think all of Anime Next will be done this week, maybe, but I'll have the last few cons I've worked on, those videos going up. Um, definitely check out our own um, YouTube page. You can find me at uh, youtube.com slash Mess. Ari is at Ari22682. Um, Mako is at YouTube.com slash Jupluna. Do our lovely guests have a YouTube page they want to whore out? Um, I do. Go for it. I believe it is YouTube.com slash Serafita. I need to check that. But I should be, hopefully fairly soon, having some video tutorials on cosplay makeup and various things going up on there. And I also have a Twitch channel where I stream my old World of Warcraft uh, soloing content, which is fun. I might put some StarCraft 2 up there for for laughs because I'm really bad at it. OMG Zerg Rush. <laughs> uh, Twitter. Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. Follow us here for the latest on articles, photos, videos, anything in regards to the website, our Facebook page, anything. You want to get the jump on everybody else and find out what cons that we're going to, definitely follow that. But we also have our individual uh, Twitter pages. You can find me at twitter.com slash ggeronimus. Ari is at the Ari Man. Mako Chan is at Joe Videa. And ladies, if you have a Twitter you care to give out. I have to actually look it up. Hang on. Whoops. It's, <laughs> it's Starlet Creations, but I believe to look it up, it's actually Starlet Creation because... The adding the S is too many characters. Mm, I know that feeling. Mm-hmm. Serafita, do you have a Twitter uh, uh, you like to share with our lovely fans? Serafita, just like everything else. All roads lead back. <laughs> yeah, it's also linked to my Facebook cosplay page. So if 
um, for some reason you can't find me on Facebook, just probably click one of the updates on my Twitter and it will take you to my Facebook page. It's that easy, people. Easy yeah. Easy. That's I make it here. super easy. Yep. And even then, people still need help. It's okay. I need help, too. But that's what we're here for. Isn't that why there's a collar on my neck that says property of Minako Aino? Yep. See, there you go. <laughs> uh, Facebook. Facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. I think we're at 2,654 fans. And today, I just got to say thank you. Thanks for the support. As long as you continue to like the page, like the articles, the photos, the videos, everything. We will continue to add more content for you guys. If you want to hang out with us on Facebook, you can find me at facebook.com slash imdjronmas. Mako is at Makoto Makuchan Kino. Ari is at Ari Rockefeller. Uh, you can find uh, Seiya Yatin over at um, facebook.com slash uh, Kinmoku Revolution. Um, what's the other one? I know this. I know this. Fuck, I don't know it. <laughs> Starlet, <laughs> Starlet dot creations or Last Chance Mew. I was going to say Star Nile. Like, no, wait, that's no, that's not how you started off. Fuck. Um, let's see what else we and have. And Miss Serafita. Yep. It's facebook.com slash Serafita Cosplay. And all ro- all roads to Serafita lead back to her, and she's awesome. And so are Saiyan Yacht, and they're also awesome people, too. They're amazing people. Yes, they are. Which means when they come visit and they hang out with Mako, I'm a dead man. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I am so <laughs> dead. I gotta have somebody... You know, helping me out. Yeah, because your mom will throw you to the wolves like she always does. I know, that's so wrong. <laughs> I should have... My mother should have my back. But when you come and hang out, she's busting my balls just like you do, and it's not right. It sounds like my mom. It ain't right. No, it's not. <laughs> well, Mako, you're a big girl. You can handle the both of us. I don't wanna... <laughs> She should have my back. And that's why the cat looks at you funny and walks away. She's my mom, damn it. She should have my back. Well, if you were Eric Cartman, she would. Yeah, probably. <laughs> that's the sad part. Yeah, definitely. Um, our show, Tuesdays at eight, Tuesdays at 9.30 Eastern, Encore Thursdays at 1 on the VOG Network, vognetwork.com. We are not the only geek-centric podcast on this network. If you like British programming, uh, novels, books, movies, pop culture, all that cool stuff, we have Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pop Culture, and Understation Live. Those are some awesome podcasts right there. If you like what we do on Tuesday nights, but you want more of a female uh, point of view, you should listen to Electric Sisterhood. They're on at 8 o'clock, so listen to them. Chill out with us for our pre-show, and we'll take you on out to the rest of the night. And if you like um, World of Warcraft, like Miss Serafita over there, mm-hmm. and other MMOs like the rest of us, check out WoW Wednesdays with Girls Gone WoW at 12, and Horde House Wednesdays at 10, which is now more of an MMO-type um, show, because Sky canceled his WoW account. He's now playing Final Fantasy XIV. Also a good game. Talking about a downgrade. No, not really. 
I like Final Fantasy fourteen. I just couldn't keep up with two MMOs. I I kind of want to jump back in FF into FF fourteen. I I, I kind of do. Um, and if you like video game topics, video game talk and discussion, check out Bobby Blackwell Show Sundays at eight, followed by Orange Lounge Radio at nine. The cornerstone of the VOD Network programming, the Power Block on Sunday. Gamer's choice, gamer lifestyle, gamer voice, the whole nine yards. All right, last words, Ari. I'm never gonna look at mayonnaise the same way again. <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna just walk into walk into a supermarket and just and just see the mayo and just stare and be like, "Why God, why?" No, probably just gonna walk up walk up to it, see it, and be like, "Nope," and then turn around and walk the other way. What? If, and what if someone just what if you walked into a jar of fluffernutter? Would you still feel fluffernutter? That's that's better though. But it's still white like mayo. White and sticky. <laughs> mm-hmm. Please don't ruin that for me, please. <laughs> Mako, you're terrible. No, wait. Well, well, the mayo is in a squeeze bottle, at least. The Fluffinator doesn't come in a squeeze bottle yet. At I least don't I don't think, think so. No, because it, it's just white and sticky. Yeah, white marshmallows, love. That was bad, and you should feel bad. <laughs> but I don't, so that's even better. Of course you don't. But, and Nemesis Voice ever says, churn that mayonnaise. Oh, God. <laughs> 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 Threw up in my mouth again. <laughs> You're the one that brought it up. I didn't expect you two to horrify me like that. Oh, come on. How long have you known them? Come How on. long have you been part of this program, good sir? I don't know. You have really, really bad expectations if you believe that we're not going to, you know, complete sentences and thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Mako-chan, last words. Um, I'm gonna go eat cookies and watch Helsing Ultimate. So, yeah. And then go watch Helsing Abridged. No. No, she's gonna track some of the white stuff to go in her Helsing. You know what? Some white fluff and utter would actually be good on these cookies. <laughs> As opposed to Oreo, where you, but you don't have any Oreo, so you can't lick the white stuff. No, I have um, Dutch chocolate cookies, so marshmallow would be really good with them. Yeah. For some reason, I'm reminded of a bad New Kids on the Block parody. <laughs> Weird Al. <laughs> well, I mean, y- you know, sometimes just the white creamy stuff on big black things are okay. <laughs> oh, God! I went there. I win. Who the fuck didn't see that coming, honestly? I win. <laughs> Good night. I win. Got <laughs> a guess. Do they have any last words? Yes. Uh, say ain't gotten any last words. <laughs> I've been holding that sound bite for ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> We love You're welcome. You. We love you. We do. You give me a smartphone and what do I do? You have the instant buttons app on your phone, don't you? 
you have no idea, <laughs> sir. Oh, shit. Yeah, if you don't, you need to download the instant app. Um, <coughs> the, what is it, buttons? My buttons? Instant buttons? Yeah, instant buttons. Instant bu buttons by Crema Games. So oh. many sound bites. I am looking for something just because. Okay, um. Wash. <laughs> God damn it. And that would be my ringtone. You're welcome. <laughs> wow. Very nice. Wow. I knew that was coming. That's what she said. Okay, Hari. Serafina, last words. Um, if you want to follow my nerdy adventures, just go like my Facebook page. Because when I stream, I will post a link to it. And I will start streaming StarCraft 2 for the fun times. And will you because it's going to be hilariously bad. Will you curse like a sailor? Very probably. Um, I will when I stream Diablo 3, especially when I go up against Diablo in the final fight. Well, shit. Yeah, I have a very special nickname for him. My final words. I'm loving PlayStation <laughs> Plus because even though the games aren't free, they're rentals, but holy shit. I have a shit ton of games on my hard drive I really need to play. And I don't know if I'm going to get a chance to play them tonight. Boom. Oh, boom. Well, we'll see. <laughs> I have to we make... don't want to hear about you playing games with your hard drive. <laughs> yeah, I walked into that one. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> well, it's pretty big at 500 gigs, so. God. <laughs> I almost spat water all over my computer, you jerk. <laughs> I'm allowed one. I'm allowed one. <laughs> okay. Thanks for listening to another cracked out episode of Anime Jam Session. We need to do this more often. Um... <laughs> We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Won't be as crazy, but can't guarantee oh, shit. it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. All right, so I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. I'm Mako-chan. <laughs> We're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Oh, I love my people. I love my fans. I love my guests. Good night. Great fight. See you next week. Night. Our guests, can, you can please say good night. So Hi. Thank you. Good, good night. night. Yes. Oh. Uh, I'm getting out of here. Good night, Mako chan. Good night, Mako chan. I hate you guys. You guys, hearts. You love us. Hearts. Love you as far as I can throw y'all. Fire. has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol-whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on the show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it! For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VODNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamathane.